Welcome to the 40k Spy Center. <laughs> Hello, welcome to the Spy Gamer. I'm your host, Rob. Welcome to I'm the 40K. I'm on twice! You're on twice! And, Tom and you got big stonks. Yeah, you got big stonks. Tom and Logan. We're not sure where Nick is. It's all gone a bit wrong. Uh, thanks, Juicy Squash, for resubscribing. Thanks to Elron Hubbard for reminding us that there is some good, old-fashioned sci-fi out there in the world. Um, and uh, twelve seconds. Boom. Look what he's nice. armed with as well. By the way, <laughs> uh, look at Logan I'm with a with an outfit change. Can we talk about Jukari an outfit? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this was filmed on a different day, guys. We're not actually live. We're just predicting the Twitch chat. Okay. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so, um, yeah, we're all back for the 40k Spy Center, uh, which is normally when we talk about, um, uh, when we talk about anything that's happening in 40k, so any questions or things that you want to bring up in the chat, we'll, we'll talk about. I guess the main subject today is the ongoing conversation about Drakari, but we got the flip back, of course, uh, to the reveals from Tuesday and what potentially is going to be revealed tomorrow. It's kind of the main conversation of what's going on. Um, like, it's the, uh, the, yeah. That's the, that's the hot take. That's Is that the hot take? I don't know. I think the that's hot take is in 10 minutes of today, I have worn more clothes than Adam Troke has this week. No. <laughs> True. True. Right. Catch me up how you both are. Tom, how you been? What's been going on? Hey, I've been good. I've just walked in from work. I'm now eating my lasagna. I'm enjoying Perfect. it very much. I've had a busy week. I have actually got a lot of 40K done. I have painted um, all my custard Virtus Praetor bikers not the dildo variant the actual variant i'm quite pleased with those we've then also assembled a full indomitus box set because i'm trying to get all my imperium done and i thought while i'm assembling all the space wolves i might as well do the the necrons so now i only have one more uh, indomitus to assemble i have assembled vargard oberon and nemesaur zandrak as well uh what else have I done? oh and i just finished gluing this guy to his base do you know what this is rob uh that it looks like an intercessor brother it is, but do you know what's special about this intercessor? Uh, he's got a heavy bolt rifle. It do- well, I mean, it might do. I don't know. I don't know the difference between all the bolt rifles, but this is the thirtieth anniversary uh, veteran sergeant intercessor. So he's now on his base. I don't know why, but he was there. twenty pounds. <laughs> he was. I got him for free. <laughs> oh, okay, well done. <laughs> he's oh, literally just great. a bog stat. Have I got the? I mean, I could have twenty pounds, or I could have a model I could claim is limited edition and impress my grandparents with. <laughs> so, yeah. I, I know which one I choose, so that's what we have. I can't find mine because I did buy one for completionism, but I got it. So back it, you know, for the LGT in twenty eighteen, they were giving out goodie bags to the first like hundred or so people that bought a ticket, and the goodie bag I had one of those in, and I was like, mm, so. Is it different to any other intercessor? <clears throat> yes, just a bit, but not enough for it no one pays attention to it no (laughs) there's there's like a little bit of detailing on the shoulder pad he's got a slightly different gun and he's got like a knife on his back does there it is and other than that he just looks like a normal intercessor he's got that's pretty cool he's got the shit bolt rifle as well the bog standard auto uh the bog standard bolt rifle not the auto bolt rifle yeah it's it's okay i'm gonna put him in my ultramarines army which isn't meant to be good which is why all the land raiders are painted (laughs) as ultramarines okay that's 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 also some interesting story there uh logan catch me up how have you been you been well uh yeah i'm all right man um gyms are back open been getting back in there um i'm trying to i'm trying to I'm trying to use my airbrush to prime mm. minis um, and see how that goes because with the weather being literally random select at the moment, I don't fancy rattle can 
spraying. So I'm trying to get into uh, airbrush priming because um, I have I have 12 tournament tickets purchased. <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> that's real that's real hot that's real hot i like yeah. that um and one of them one is of which is Tia. at the t-sports arena my first event oh in baby about six years <laughs> i'm very excited for that also zach from lgt coming so i'm excited for you two <coughs> to play against each other uh if that ends, if i think that ends. your your last event load than you were casting right yes the last the allies last of convenience event. november 2015 was it fucking listen i can't remember anything at all the T-Sports um, historian, mate. There we go. go. <laughs> Tom, Tom, Tom setting himself <laughs> up as the T-Sports historian. This is uh, like something he wants to major in, which I think is pretty interesting. Um, <laughs> I'm going to scam a university when I've got it all sorted. Uh, yeah, so, yeah. Uh, just... So can I just say as well, last week there was a big scandal in the world of esports because uh, some grifters set up a accreditation system where you could pay them $400 and they would, certified. <laughs> they would certify you for esports. And they got up, they got about 30 really big, high profile people to be involved as like um, people on the panel to approve you, like big organization owners. And EG's uh, vice president was on there, right? Yeah, she was on there. Um, so yeah, it was like big people on it. And it lasted a week and they just got fucking memed into oblivion and had to <laughs> read the 14th most talked about thing on twitter <laughs> at one point worldwide they got memed into oblivion and then they just refunded everyone the money and it disappeared um but yep. yeah wow, quite an wow. esports certification an e-sports they, they were saying that it was basically to help people get into esports because it's such this, ne- this nepotistic and uh you know exclusive industry right which i don't know enough about because obviously i've never worked in esports but I mean, so to get in, give us four hundred dollars. Yeah, know yeah, exactly. The group of people <laughs> that are the ones that are doing the nepotism will allow panel. you to come in. <laughs> That's how I just end up at people's uh, oh, houses for Christmas. I just give them four hundred quid, and I'm like, "Am I invited now? Is this a? Is it the, That's like, the yeah. only way robbers allowed into a party? That's why it has to keep." <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we're just waiting for we're just waiting for Nick. Nick, okay, he's Nick is here. Oh, Nick is here in the chat. Hold on. Yeah, let me he's just very get... sneaky. He's deep very... struck in. Let he's me just get him in. in the chat for everyone so you guys can see him. Um, uh, there he is, Nick. What's going on, Nick? Oh, How are Nick. you? Hello. Hello. Yeah. Good. Uh, Nick, just before we get into the info, well, the the stories yeah. from this week. How have you been? Uh, yeah, I'm pretty good. Uh, I've been building some armigers because I got some. I've managed well because Games Workshop opened up uh, recently. I've had some vouchers from Christmas that I haven't been able to spend all third lockdown. <clears throat> Christmas. So I bought some armigers, armigers, um, which I'm magnetizing this time so I can uh, swap the weapons. Maybe put some cheeky forge world ones on there as well. <coughs> more Rex. Um, yes. Well, actually, I really like the rad claws and the volkites. That's, the rad claws are my favourite. I'm trying to be your friend. <laughs> Put lightning locks on them. <laughs> Give it. Well, well, I'm, well, mine are specifically being built for a League of Knights meta, not actual oh. 40k meta. A League of Knights, splendid. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a Nick, Nick, Nick writes the pack, and it's a, it's an Imperial Knight or even Chaos Knight only tournament uh where he writes uh like it's wicked Fantastic. it's really fun really yeah really so fun. It's, basi- it's basically it, it came from uh, a game that we had at the studio a couple of years ago where jonathan and uh, christian from sweden came over and we played a night battle uh doubles me and rob versus those two 
Uh, we'd had some night games because nights were quite prevalent at the time in eighth and they were dominating the tables. Um, and lots of people were taking nights to tournaments. Um, but to make it more interesting, we decided to do it alternating activations. Mm-hmm. And it made the game really, really balanced. So I decided to write uh, a tournament pack and run a tournament which is nights only, but with special comp to make it alternating activations. So people could, so it'd be just be cool. It was really cool because we ran three and one online. Uh, so it's really cool just to see people just sort of, the only night army at the event is knights uh, and ultimately activations made it really interesting. So I've, re- I've rewritten the pack for ninth to include primary, secondary and secret missions. That's like the perfect piss up tournament. Yeah, it's, yeah, I mean, it, it is competitive and the, the, there is a lot of skill to win, which I think has been proven because the same people have kind of come first and uh, DCs come third in every single one. But also it is just, uh, you know, you can just throw knights around and not care. It's like, it's just loads of fun. So also, if, uh, anyone, if anyone is interested, come in, we're running on on the 17th of July at the T-Sports Arena. Yeah, we'll put, we'll put out a link in the show notes and we'll also put it from our socials so people can pick up a ticket if they want. So that'll be based in Nottingham. Also, uh, the way it works is Nick writes the pack and then you pay him £400 to enter and Nick gives himself the trophy when it's finished. Right, let's get on with it. is an absolute bellend, by the way. <laughs> right, so hold on. We're live now. Bell. We're live now. A really good player. A really good player. Bellend. Don't mind if he knows. Are we live? Yeah, we're live from now. Okay, right. So, um, hopefully, John will stitch those videos together. But if not, very quickly, uh, Tom, Nick, and Logan, uh, we're we're at the 40K Spy Center. Hello, everyone. Thanks for Patreon, YouTube, thugs, podcast Hydro Homies, and Twitch dudes. Thanks, everyone. We're going to get straight in with uh, the topics of the day, of which, as I was saying a moment ago, there are three topics. uh, Well, two two and a maybe. Drukari and then the reveals. So uh, I guess the big one is the Drukari. Logan, do you want to kick us off on that? Um, Drukari are still operating at a greater than 70% win rate a month in. Um, they just took five and a half, I guess, of the top eight spots in Dallas GT. Um, Games Workshop's FAQ for the Codex was basically non-existent. We still haven't had an FAQ for the Book of Rust. There's loads of interactions that are kind of questionable and weird. Um, and they need to get looked at, I think. That's the, yeah. the, the big talk at the moment. That's yeah, the I was talk. kind of suspicious that, because one thing that they've done before, before releasing the FAQ, <coughs> is they've used the excuse of, oh, there's a big American event happening. We want to gather data from that and then uh, tweak it because of that. I think it was like Nova or something a, a year or two yeah. ago. So I kind of thought maybe maybe they wanted to see this Dallas event because it was like 177 players or something like that. Yeah. So I thought they might want to see that uh, or say they wanted to see that before they made any changes. But I do feel that there's just a couple of obvious things that could have gone into that FAQ that it just makes sense. that They just a, they just seem a bit OTT, mm. specifically the liquefiers and then the, some of the succubus uh, shenanigans. Uh, oh, thank you to Rob Apo for subscribing. Uh, appreciate it. That's super lovely of you. Um, yeah, like, Tom, what's your take on the Jukari at the moment? Where are we at? Because I think there's more. Than uh, that. It's going to be... The, so, although I compared them to Iron, uh, to Craftworlds rather than Iron Hands last time, um, I don't really have a massive one right now. I think we're obviously incredibly strong, but as I said with Iron Hands, when they were really, really strong, I want to see if anyone can come up with anything to beat it. Because one of the things that you spoke about uh, last week was how the Art of War guys hadn't 
come up with any counters for Drakari. Then they all go to Dallas, and they all, with the exception of John, who only won that game because his opponent pushed a turn too early, um, lost to an admit list. So yeah. specifically, one admit list. So clearly, there's some stuff. <coughs> so to counter that, lot, right? Yeah, no, go for it. So yeah, to fine. counter that, before mm-hmm. Dallas. Admac had a 25% win rate against mm-hmm. Kari, which admittedly is yeah. only three weeks worth of data. And there's not, mm-hmm. it's not like Admac yeah. are just sitting on everyone's shelf and you oh, can yeah. pull down your fully customized bespoke to beat um, Drukari Admac list. Um, although, to be fair, Mark Hurtle's list wasn't in any way tailored to beat Drukari. That was the list that he'd been running for like the last six weeks yeah. or something. Yeah. Um, yeah, they only had a 25% win rate. If you look at how Mark did in the event as well, it's very important to yeah. point out that he went first in every single game. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. Yeah, which, which makes a huge fucking difference yeah. when you are just pumping out of line of sight shots that yeah, um, air through Raiders. Yeah, 100%. 100%. Uh, however, I do think that Drakari... I only held up Drakari as... Uh, not Drakari. I'd make as an example because... You can show it has one. Admittedly, it did go first every single time, and that is a good uh, a good point to make because it adds some context to why it was winning. However, talking from a perspective of our team chat, we've already come up with uh, one counter that's current, I've already talked about on the show, which is the Grey Knights, yep. which we're going to be testing uh, very, very soon. In theory, I think it works, and every player I've talked to about it agrees with me. I've heard uh, several people mention it player. independently as well, so it's definitely something. Good, okay. In, uh, there we go. It's because people are listening to me, mate. Um, then we've also got a second list that we haven't tested yet, um, but my player is very confident that it, it reached a career. And then I've got a third concept that I've lobbed over to two players who play this faction who I want them to write a list for me to see if it's done anything to it. So immediately we've got three lists that could potentially counter Drakari immediately. Mm. Um, I also think that boards do make a big difference. So from my perspective in team events, I think there's a lot of adaptation that you can have. And the problem is going to be whether or not every book can can pivot and handle yeah. the curry and also be able to deal with everything else. I think it's a little bit early to tell whether or not uh, that's going to be the case, though. I don't think you can immediately say, oh, Games Workshop need to wade in and fix this fucking book because... See, I'm, I genuinely... I'm, I'm, 100%, well, I'm 100% opposed to your can, argument. Can I, and can I yeah, yeah, you can point? finish it, but yeah, yeah. yeah. That's fine, because we've already had this with um, with the Iron Hands, where Games Workshop waited about six months to, to wade in until they eventually fixed it. I would rather the game learns how to deal with the current environment, the Games Workshop comes in and just fucking kicks the hornet's nest repeatedly and everyone has to relearn that one because it's just moving the goalposts every time. So the issue with that is I think Drakari in terms of team tournament are not really a massive problem because you can yeah. clearly tech for them, yeah. right? Yeah. But if you were to tell me that you were going to go to a GT with a Grey Knights list, I yes. would probably laugh for about 10 minutes. I mean, I'd win the event. Yeah. <laughs> you have you have you have a zero chance of winning a GT with a Grey Knights lift. Um, I disagree. I yeah, but like, that, that's the point, right? Playing a GT? No. Yeah, yeah play, playing into teams. And, and Tom, I've I've got to, I, Tom, I have to Majors push. Are uh, easier than GTs here. Well, no, I've just, I've just got to push back on it because, like, because you're not talking. You talk, when you're talking about those win rates, you're not talking. And there's some great players playing it. Yeah, you're brilliant too. Mm-hmm. That's fine. But there are other great players around the world, and they're all in a fairly yeah. big consensus about this subject matter. And that's what's. Key. <laughs> I don't think so. Right. I don't think so. I, I think the only people who have a consensus are the Americans. Okay, fair enough. But my point and is, Americans just happen to have the biggest megaphone. Okay, well maybe they do, but they, the, the 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 stats also say that they're a very good army. Like, and then what's interesting is okay. when you're talking about, when you, and I talked about this with Pete already, when you're talking about 
uh, 72% win rate. You're talk you're not mm. talking about it's 2% over what's acceptable. You're talking oh, it's yeah, seven it, you're talking it's 17% over what's acceptable. Yeah. Like it's wild. Like it's wild wild mm. wild. And yes, you might be able to play something that takes into Jukari, but does that take mm. into all the marines that exist as well? I really don't think that's mm. the case. And like and mm. I agree with Logan, I think at the moment um pushing that around GTs <coughs> is kind of the So the the, the most damning thing that I can point out is all of the American professionals or top players, not professionals. <laughs> yeah. They're only professionals because they're content creators. They're not, no one's making money from winning Warhammer. Um, had a month to tech into it. They all knew they were fucked week one. Like they, yeah. everyone university was like, yeah, they're giga fucked. Brilliant. Cool. They've been teching into this. They've been putting stuff together for a month mm-hmm. and their solution was to go and take Drukari to the tournament. <laughs> yeah, that's true. what that's what their solution yeah. was. Yeah, can't, so, beat him, can't beat him. Join him. Yeah. Like, well, now, uh, Admic, Admic, I'll yeah. take because Admic on paper, they can yeah. pop boats. They can kill what's inside the boats. On paper, yeah. they can do. The only downside is they're getting a book in like three weeks. That's gonna <laughs> put. It's gonna put core on. They're gonna lose like the five layers of aura buffs and reroll ones. And yeah. exploding sixes and shit. They're gonna look. It, yeah, it will move laterally into something else. But I don't think they they're gonna be the same type of shooting force that they were previously. Yeah. We'll find out. I'm happy yeah. to wait and see. But no. for me, there's some specific interactions in this book that are like the most obvious thing that need fixing. Like, yes. I think there should be tears to this, right? Mm-hmm. I'm. I'm seeing a lot of people saying, oh, Drukari are broken. They need a million nerfs. They need to go up 50% points. They need to lose all of it. That's, that's shit. Mm-hmm. It's a terrible way of dealing with things. But the fact that they didn't sort out the Razor Flail Succubus because there's not even a Book of Rust FAQ yet. Don't know why that is. Yeah, that's weird. That needs to get... That, that's just... The, not, not a single human being in the world with a brain would complain if they... they <laughs> put, not even changed it explained that it doesn't work that way because it mm-hmm. shouldn't work that way. Right? Mm-hmm. And then you have liquefier racks in Dark Technomancer. Um, yeah. <clears throat> which every single person is taking in all of those lists. Yeah. Even, I yeah. yeah. I mean, th- there's people that have tried Prophets of the Flesh and the other, they've tried and they're good. But if you're mm-hmm. not running liquefier racks in that army, you are not doing it properly. Correct. And they completely circumvent the thing that Games Workshop thought they did, which was nerfed Dark Technomancer from the previous codex. Mm-hmm. Um, so they need to, you know, some people have said that it just needs to not work on liquefiers at all. Some people have said it always does mortals. Some people have said it needs to go back to on wounds of one, it does a mortal. Some people have suggested it does a mortal if you roll a one for number of hits. There's mm-hmm. a there's multitude different ways, but yeah. Dark Technomancer, liquefier racks are just too good for what they cost. Yeah, the, which is the one thing everyone does agree on is that it's... Yeah. <laughs> so it's those two bad. things, I feel, definitely need to get looked at. 100%. So, and the I mean, army but was that's, so, there's also, super like, good. The, also, well. there's a lot of the units, like, uh, raiders need to go up. Like, they do too much, and they're too good, like, for what they do. Like, mm-hmm. like you know, and especially when... Uh, I'm fine, thanks, Tristan. My, I've got a real bad spine uh, pain today. Uh, the... Um, <laughs> Uh, like, yeah. <laughs> so like, the, the problem with that's Raiders a lot of horse riding. is Drukari. The problem with Raiders is Drukari without effective transports are absolutely irrelevant as a faction. They need they need those transports. 
they desperately needed those transports to be good. The, the, the fix that Games Workshop did with Impulsors was remove all the mechanics that made Impulsors good and kept them at the same points. And now no one takes Impulsors unless you play Black Templars and can get out and get into combat and whatever bollocks that they've got. But by removing the mechanics and keeping the points, no one took them anymore. So you're taking them for the mechanics. You're taking them for the fact that okay. they've got fly. You're taking them for the fact that they are open-topped. You're taking for the fact that they've got a, a, a great big silhouette that you can fuck around with and steal an extra three inches movement to get out, then advance and charge in the second turn, and you've got like a 22 to 26-inch threat range of infantry models that don't have to take shooting for a turn. Great, wonderful. And obviously the same shit that I used to have before. The Toughness 6 makes a difference situationally when people are taking into T5, but it's not yeah. as big of a deal. Yeah. But right. I feel like they need, they need Raiders to be good. That that faction desperately needs raiders to be good. Now, the fact that you can put them in a black heart, uh, black heart cabal, and make them hyper efficient as shooting platforms is something you can maybe look at, and maybe make them pay upgrades with dark lances, perhaps. But I'm not for like going through the whole book and going, that's too good, that's too good, that's. Good. I mean, because incubi are too cheap for what they do. Like they're massively undercosted. Witches are undercosted. Racks are undercosted. The succubus is undercosted, but you don't need to go through the book and just do all of it, right? The obvious thing, I, I want to start off and be sensible and be like, look, these are the obvious things that just don't work as they intended. They, they're either giga broken, like the liquefier racks, or it's just a fucked up mechanical interaction like the razor flail competitive edge succubus. Mm -hmm. They're really easy things to just look at and go, Right, we're actually going to tweak that so it works differently or it should work this way. You can carry on using your army and then we'll see how it runs. And if it's still at 70% rather than 75%, then we can go back in again and look at points, look at the fact that they get 14 CP at the start for running three patrols when everyone else should probably start on, what is it, eight? Yeah. <laughs> but the problem is that I have a lot of shit strategies, so it's not actually the precedent. Well, so wait, like, <laughs> that I is think... not fucking brilliant stratagems. Jesus. Have you ever been charged by a unit of 10 witches that have six CP no, behind we don't need, let's, let's not go into the details because I, I don't want to go into the details. That's can I break that down a little bit? Good strategies. Can, can, can I break that down a little bit? Nah, shit strategies. It's fine. Okay, so two points there. The first point was uh, the Americans all locked at it for a month and they decided that the best way to counter Drakari was to take other Drakari, right? That was the first point. That only works for me if I assume that the, the, the best way to play 40k is what the Americans are doing. I don't base my opinion based off what the Americans are doing. And I think that they've missed a trick. And that's what I have to base everything here off. If I think that the Americans are spot on, I have to agree with you. Mm -hmm. The problem I have is I don't think that they're correct. And I think that they've missed a trick. If you are, if they haven't, you are absolutely right. Absolutely concede that. But maybe it's just the easiest you counter. You say tricks change swords. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Nick's, Nick's got it right. Maybe it's, the, maybe it's the path of least resistance. Maybe what were you saying to I said maybe it's. I'm oh. oh, sorry, Nick. You go first. I just said maybe, maybe they've chose that counter because it's not the sneakiest; it's the easiest one. Yeah, potentially they might already have armies. Yeah, true. And what were you saying? Sorry, Logan. I said if you are going to say that the counter's chainsaws, I'm going to drive up there. And I'm, I'm not going to say the counter is chainsaws. <laughs> it is. Though. It is. Right. Why are you all listening to a Drakari one trick? Counter Drakari in the first place, anyway. I've like... never, li never listened to that show. I'd like to. Don't listen out. to him. He has an incentive to lie to you. I would never it's listen fine. to that show. Yeah. So, 
in in that context, yes, those things are giga broken. The question is only to, to what degree I think that they're oppressive. Now, every book has strong parts. The question is whether or not these things are so strong that they need to be removed. And in order for me to see that, I need to see more time. I need to see more time. Because if you can just drop like a, uh, a army that has one trick and then does it, and then everyone just loses to it, but then as people learn what the trick is, they start to get better against it, then it, it's not an issue of the trick, it's an issue of familiarity. A good example, Sisters. From uh, from the very start start of this edition, people suddenly started seeing Repentia and what have you, and now they're starting to fall back a little bit. Another example: Eighth Edition Gene Stealer Cults. When that book dropped, everyone was having issues against it, and then it very quickly just faded into the mist. Unless you were playing Nick, who would just for some reason beat everybody with okay, it. Okay, because... but counterpoint, counterpoint: the Castellan no, fucking no. Imperial Guard build. Like, oh, the, that's not the... a trick. That's just I shoot you in the face repeatedly. Yeah. Oh, well, excuse me, Technomancer's same. Like, uh, oh, let's go. To, let's go to <laughs> no, the. Let's, not, go, no, let's go to the next one. Let's go to the next one, and let's just go to Iron Hands Eighth Edition. Yeah. Like, set, like okay. none of it's none of it's tricks. I don't think the Jakari like like um, not to be <laughs> yes, rude. I don't perhaps. think the Jakari stuff is tricksy. It's not like some ridge brain yeah. top level play. It's just fucking strong. Yeah. Like, the thing about Jakari twenty two inch movement, you can the... still scream that off. And you can still build things. You can, to do with it. you can. Yeah. But I can use one of those terrible strats that are absolutely useless yeah. for Court of Strife and just move through you as if you weren't there. Yeah, yeah that's fine. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> fucking murder, murder, yeah, I, anything, anything yeah, I anyway, want. Anyway, anyway, let's not let's not and talk about the details. And lock you in right? combat as well, so you can't even fall back and shoot them dead. So all right, let's not talk I about the details. I'll tell, you, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. We'll see in three months' time. We'll come yeah. back and we'll see. No, yeah. no. Let me tell you, <laughs> fuck off. Like, because that's a shit. That's a shit seventh edition forty k opinion that no one fucking cares about. There's n like no one, no one, like one percent of people who are like, hey, like this game is basically fucked. But I'm gonna try and like solve the problem over the next three to four months. <coughs> fuck that. Yeah. Like, that's just a terrible take. The, the because... big problem is it puts people off wanting to fucking be involved. Yeah, like, of course. The optics are terrible. Like, I'm not saying that it's impossible to beat Drakari because it obviously is not impossible to beat Drakari, mm -hmm. but yeah. it's also too easy to win with Drakari, which, oh, yeah, yeah. which is a massive feels bad for yeah. anyone that they play, right? So... Yeah. Like I'm not. I don't want to hold Jakari up as this unbeatable, invincible list. Like it's not a fucking oh, Bell of yeah. Lost Souls article. Um, <laughs> I did find that funny that they posted that when the list itself had lost because multiple yeah. people were taking it. Yeah. Um, so, but I do think that there's glaringly obvious things that should get fixed. Please let's fix them. I'm I'm in the middle, right? I don't want to. I don't want to fuck the faction into the ground and yeah. just change the points on raiders and take away this and liquefy dark temperaments and change the points on racks and witches and the succubus yeah. needs to go up and this and here's two or three things that are clearly obviously fucked and not working as intended let's yeah. let's sort those and if it's still that next month let's fucking go again because that's <laughs> how you patch things right that's how you patch that's, things well this, this yeah thing. like we've got <laughs> enough data like it's fine i, I I don't want people to go to tournaments and just have a shit time and no, someone just yeah. just yeah. fucking tools their way well, through multiple but, charges without having to worry Nick. about being interrupted. Let Nick go go first yeah. I think, uh, so a while ago when the Marine Cadets came out and Eradicators were everywhere, I know not a lot of games were going on and there wasn't as much data, but Games Workshop did act 
sooner rather than later. I don't know how long it was from book release to when the FAQ came out, when they when they put Inceptors, Eradicators, and yep, maybe yep. the Outriders, <coughs> Outriders five points each. Fucking... And people were, and some people were like, oh, well, that's not enough. Uh, mm-hmm. But, you know, five points was just a tiny little tweak. Uh, and it didn't go overboard. It didn't nerf them into oblivion. It was just a tiny little uh, nerf that maybe affected the list a, a little bit. So I agree with Logan. I don't think they need to be nerfed into the ground, but they need to show that they're going to do something. And I think it was a little bit of a kick in the teeth to the community with the errata that got released because there was just literally fucking nothing in there. <laughs> and, um, and also, was, like, it's just a PDF, for... and they could have they could have snuck some of it in there and like a like. But maybe they are waiting for more data. Even, no, but Nick, even if they, they didn't, even if they didn't make any changes. By the way, just want to talk about the errata and FAQ that came out for thirty seconds. Yeah. Even oh, if yeah. they didn't make any specific changes, like actual changes, right? The entire fucking community, all of the Eldari channels, the Drukari channels on Discord. Uh, for for three weeks straight, all had arguments about how the relic stratagems worked, how mixed um, detachments worked, how um, warlord traits worked, how using the the rules from Cult of Strife um, supplement in Book of Rust worked, and whether you, like what kind of detachments you needed for that because it's actually different than using the stratagems from the the main book for yep. the dedicated obsessions. They didn't answer any of those questions, and they were a hundred percent frequently asked questions because I was in the channels watching them <laughs> people fucking debate about them over so and over. Very, and very I didn't can, can I make three points very quickly? Nick, I was fully ready for you to go scorched earth and just go full on like <laughs> Logan in the middle, me on one side. I was ready for Nick to be all the way over here and just say, "Yeah, fucking ban my book. Why not?" Because that could have been fun. Um, Logan, I don't even disagree. I I think it's just like my temperament anyway because i'm just a bit more cautious and i had this this uh this opinion on iron hands as well when iron hands were fucking everybody in the ass um the only thing i maybe would agree with you on with that could be changed right now and it'd be perfectly fine is raiders because point for point they're just fucking stupid. yeah but like, like that's the thing about the faq yeah. right like and i think nick's point was super so yeah if the if, hold on let me just say if nick if, nick, if, if yeah. the faq had just had raiders at <clears> plus five points i think it would have yeah. done nothing <laughs> To the power level of the army, zero yeah, point. five point, like, ninety points for that is still too too few. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Like, but like, Just it's at least a, like, faces. Yeah. like it's like Nick said, it's at least a recognition, and like Logan said, it's at least a push. You know, maybe well, that brings them down to seventy-one percent, and you're like, do you know what? Fair enough. Let's bring it another. This 10. is the thing, because yeah. I, I this is the point I was going to make on FQ. Maybe that's why they didn't do it. Because if you imagine dropping the book I and mean, then immediately dropping a thirty-question FAQ and points changes within two weeks of that book dropping, how does that make you look? Yeah, I don't give a fuck how it makes you look. It makes, I know, makes you look competent. No, no, I, it makes you look you competent. Know what, Tom, yeah, but to be fair, Tom, that's that's exactly yeah. the that's exactly what I said just now on the show when we were yeah. talking about um, cursed city. Mm-hmm. They don't. They they don't like that optic of. Sorry, no. guys, we we got this thing wrong, uh, and it's wrong straight out the bat. And here's all the ways in which it's not wrong. And here but you go. I, Sorry about that. I guess I guess they need to decide what looks worse <laughs> for them: them <laughs> releasing an OP codex and not doing anything about it, or them being slow to react. Yeah, or them, them the, yeah, the admitting they're the, the admitting they're wrong, which they've never done. They've never done about the app. They've never, they've never done, done it. it about anything. So you're right. Like <laughs> they don't do it. Yeah, so they just they just ignore. Uh? I was looking at Necron characters on the Games Workshop website, and you know how I was saying the uh, first recommendation is always. <laughs> I scrolled through to try and find Vargard Oberon to see what kind of base size he was on. 
because I was looking at Nemesis Andrek just to make sure it was the 28 millimeter that he came in. And I scrolled all the way through, and at the right, by far end of the scroll through, was another recommendation for the app. Yeah, that's all they do. <laughs> Literally double down. I agree with the Irish. I, I agree with the Irish monitor in the chat. He says, "I don't think anyone say." Uh, he says, "I think the point is, um, is to just change the big three issues off the bat, or like Logan saying, like, uh, like follow the frequently answered questions. Uh, frequently answered questions. And Tom, like, you may very well in three to four months be right, but three to four months is also going to be <laughs> yeah. three to four codexes in." Yeah, which is going to change the shape of the game so you completely could always as just well. Say, uh, what, yeah, you could always just say, ah, the Dracari book was that bad, it just got tempered by the books. And I'll just be like, yeah, well, I can't really argue against that because we haven't got this uh, second world where we just saw the Dracari book be left alone completely yeah. within this context for the next five months. It just, I, just I, think, I, think what's, I think what's important, that though... Is what I yeah, I think what's in, I think uh, I think what's important for everyone is that like uh, that while they're going to tournaments over the next three to four weeks, is they're getting dunked on what th- is perceived to be, yeah, perceived to be, and the the stats do seem to back this up uh, very phenomenally. Uh, perceived to be very very strong, like against everyone, and run by lots of people as well. Like it can just not be just big names; it can just be like average names, like and they're still like winning half their there games. Are a couple of, there are a couple of people I don't normally see around the, the top five, top ten who were sneaking in there at Dallas. Yeah. Uh, Axel had only ever played two games with Drakari before Dallas. Brad Chester and... called that easy mode forty k. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So anyway, the, although the, Brad the... Chester. So the other day did say that Admic were the best faction in the game and they hard beat Drakari, and I disagree with both of those points. Yeah, he, I think he's wrong. Uh, I do think boards help, but I don't so know. We actually, was... we actually played the Admec versus uh, Drakari matchup in practice this week and the mm. Drakari all over the Admec. Right, so Screen <coughs> Server says, the uh, whole situation just sucks. I was so excited for the book because we've been so shit for so long and now, although they were pretty good Nate, so just saying. It um, must be I... a really shitty situation for guys that genuinely love Drakari, and I'll yeah. probably put Skari in this as well. Yeah, right? he is, yeah. You fucking love Drakari. They've been dog shit for a while. I mean, they were okay situationally towards the Talos were good for a while. <laughs> yeah. You had that, you had that and stupid and grotesque build, and then they actually were kind of okay in ninth as well if you picked certain units and then souped them in. But as a faction, dog shit for ages, right? You finally get a new book, and they're like, oh, yeah, these are really good. I'm doing quite well. I'm playing my friends, and I'm doing well. And then you go on the internet, and everyone just basically says you're cheating by taking the code. It feels it feels horrible, you know. Mm. It must feel horrible where that's going to put people off, like wanting to even engage in, in playing. Like I don't want to take my Drakari anymore to the to the local store because everyone's gone on the internet and they've seen people say that the, you know the, the people who play Drakari are war criminals. Yeah, I feel like <laughs> I feel like maybe playing them takes a little bit of satisfaction out of winning as well because like yeah. like I've, did I win this game? Did 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 my skill and my decisions really win this game, or am I just like pointing and clicking this bazooka at my opponent? Yeah. So uh, yeah, and Nick, hundred percent. Marshmallow Co. Thank you for uh, gifting a gift subscription in the chat. Thanks everyone for joining us live. By the way, gifting gift subscriptions. This is the podcast. Stay hydrated. Uh, being a YouTube thug, any of you guys. Um, I'm just gonna uh, just say like that. I think the semantics of whether or not they are or aren't good, or the bits inside of it are good, have been have been talked about a lot and are going to continue to be talked about a lot. I guess like there's a meta conversation around it as well as about how's the community dealt with it. <coughs> Um, and I think that's kind of like a, a fascinating conversation as well. Uh, Jim from Duplicity Paint did a very good show on that the other day uh, where he was like crystal clear about his feelings on it. Uh, but ultimately, you know, we've had responses from um, community leaders. Is that the right word? No, content producers is the right word uh, about the subject time and time immemorial over the past week and a half. And I think what's interesting about that entire conversation is that it is 
other than the stats ensconced in opinion. Like Tom, your thoughts about there are there are counterpicks, which is cool. Yeah. Like currently, uh, it is an opinion as opposed to a fact. Yeah, because we but the facts we have are hard, and I think for everyone yeah. else, and I think for everyone <coughs> else, it's a hard conversation because, like Logan people says, it's emotionally don't realize, People don't realize how bad over seventy percent win rate is for game design. Like, Thank yeah, they, it's really- they don't understand how fucked that is. Like, yeah, it's, Thank you. It's so far beyond acceptable parameters. Yeah, I get that. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. like, because when, because when we, so when we do it for Age of Sigmar, right? Like, but I've, I've spoken to Pete about this significantly. Like, and I was like, people don't get it. We're so used to seeing stuff in like 65 percent, and people don't realize that sixty five percent is fucked. It's still like, bad. Yeah. Like, and and it's it's exponential. Each percentage increase isn't just like one percent better. It's a lot better. Like it's yeah. it, it gets wilder the higher the number. Like it, it doesn't. It's not like oh, it's a little bit. Like a percent isn't yeah. plus one. It's like it's a, lo- to the power a lot of, of 10. people think of like seventy percent win rate as like a, a probability as well. Like if yeah. I had a seven, if I had a seventy percent chance to like succeed doing a thing in a game, I'm not going to bank on it happening. So I'm not going to bank on Jukari winning. Like it's only seventy percent, but it's that it's enormous it's enormous really i mean you want to be aiming you want to be aiming for like top top band faction mm. at like 55 50 yeah. between 55 and 58 is like where you want your top band um there's some interesting stats actually on um the tactical tortoise tts uh numbers where jukari is still top but it's only about 64 i think yeah uh, on tts yeah, on TTS. So it's not as obscene on there, but there's only I think like 380 players in those that stats. So it's not nearly as uh, prevalent. But um, yeah, 64 well, yeah, mad high. <laughs> I just I just want to clarify because you were talking about the opinions, Rob, as well. Uh, my opinion last week was that Drakari are going to be consistently good for a while because uh, of the missions and the way the reason why they're really good is because of those missions. I still think the missions play it very very well into why Drakari are very very strong. But my opinion has evolved. So it's not. It, it, it is a little bit like I'm contradicting myself from last week, but that's because my opinion has changed and evolved a little bit. As they should do. And that's yeah. why I've now got this opinion. Yeah, and it may be different again next week. Who knows? Uh, they also have. It's what I think right now. They also have one of the best secondaries for the meta, as it oh, was. Oh fucking hell, mate! This secondary, right? I'm going to tell you about this now, right? <laughs> I was playing this with uh, with Necron, so I thought it was fucking broken. When I was playing, I played against Chris Mills and his sisters, uh, and Drakari beat his sisters anyway. But I had 12 points on that by turn three. You can't score it in turn one. What the mission? What, secondary? <laughs> so this secondary is you get two points at the end of your um, turn for every table quarter that does not have any yeah. enemy models in it. Yeah. Right. So that means I have three quarters completely cleared at the end of my turns for two turns. So against <laughs> against factions, change that as well while we're at it. Yeah. Actually, uh, against against some factions that are supposedly top tier factions before this book came out. Mm-hmm. A Drukari force could effectively sit behind a wall and mm. and and go on two objectives in a in a hold two mission. Mm. And and with reliably without even poking their head out score 80 points without doing anything other than that. Hide for five turns, never be seen, mm-hmm. only sit on two objectives and pull in 10 points for primary yeah. and get 80 points without even while we stand, we fight on your yeah. court. The Arkans and Drazar, who's not getting out of the boat, heard the prey, 
because your opponent's going to sit there as well. And like you said, mm-hmm. it's 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 almost impossible not to max herd the prey out. Um, yeah. Because you have to start throwing units out, and they're, they're, you're basically just throwing them to die just to stop you getting two points, and you run out of units by turn three. Yeah. Um, when you get charged, and they eat you anyway. Uh, yeah. And then whatever else you want with that, like banners, or mm-hmm. God knows where. But it's yeah. it's so easy for them to score points. They're so good at at 40k ninth edition. Yeah, and, and this is why all the counters that I I've put forward that I think could work <laughs> all have one thing in common: is that and that is that they can all press on the Dracari. And that way you're denying a lot of points anyway, and you're also denying them the space to move consistently. But when you've got, as you've already talked about, the liquefied guns without te- technomancy, not it's it's not an easy thing to do. Right. Let's no. let's get let's get into let's get, let's let's move away from the nitty gritty and let's get into the spice fuck uh, because there's loads out there. Also, I want I them to never, kind of I want them, okay. I want them to never change it, and I want them to get worse, not better, because uh, the fun is that's where the fun lies. By, for me. by worse, you don't mean the book gets worse. You mean the situation. <laughs> the situation. Oh yeah, all the way downhill. Like I'm worse, not better. Uh, yeah, Nick. Um, the the conversation around it, the meta conversation. You have kind of three camps. I'm going to go for, and I want to know what your thoughts are. It's everything's fine. People need to adapt, and I think that's kind of a different conversation to what Tom's was. Um, just to be clear, like uh, the the third one, the second one is it's giga fucked and everything's a mess. And then you've got um, uh, you've got the the third camp who are like, hey man, this is my army. I just want to chill with it. Like, what are your thoughts about like where that conversation is and like and how it's being pushed? Because it's going to happen. It's going to happen on every single book release, always, and it's happened on every book release basically before. So, do you got, have you got any like thoughts into it? Mm. Well, I don't think everything's giga fucked because I think the the book does uh, the book has done a good job of uh, taking them up a level into the ninth edition. It's given them quite narrative ways to build your army which suits their lore and fluff um and it makes them better on the table but did they go too far i think yes and they need dialing back a little bit so i don't think it's giga fucked they're just like i said before i think they're just a couple of things could be tweets to turn them down a bit rather than being <coughs> nerfed into oblivion uh and i don't I, I don't know i've not listened to enough content to I- know exactly what the whole the full conversation is i think the internal balance of that codex is fantastic by the way oh i agree so many viable units like if you looked at if you looked at like reavers and hellions in other factions they'd be they i think innis said it they'd be all-star mvps in most other factions and the a lot of the top lists uh, at dallas didn't didn't even bother with with only void raven bombers mate void raven bombers yeah no one takes yeah, it. Yeah, it's clear from all those lists. They all had a lot of things in common, like liquefiers were all over the place. People were That's trying different thing things, though. To be it fair, it wasn't, be it, wasn't, it wasn't like Broviathan where people were literally turning up with the same fucking Iron Hands list, yeah. which is what was happening. So there was actually quite a bit of diversity in the Drukari builds that were at Dallas. Yes, they all had the, the bullshit succubus. Probably, I think they all had Drezar. They mostly all had an Archon with the same loadout. They yeah. all had cult of strife. Yeah. They all had um Rax. I think I it. think all of the top ones had Black Heart. We should do. Yeah. Yeah, and did. I think they all had Dark Technomat Rax as well. Um, you know, if you're not doing that, you're probably you're probably hindering yourself actually. But there's there's loads of viable stuff that we've just mentioned that is also really fucking good in that book. And it's it's such a great book because <laughs> As the meta changes, you'll be able to change Drukari builds to yep. accommodate in a different direction. It's a deep book. Yeah, yeah. and it's wonderful. It's just 
really undercosted. Um, so yeah, that, I think that's the problem. Like you, you can just get too much stuff that's really good, and it trades trades up all the time. Everything's hyper efficient for what it does. Every, there's, there's there's the Raiders are a great example of this because. If you look at a lot of the vehicles, there's fluff. You pay for fluff on some vehicles. Mm-hmm. You know, there's you either you either want it and it's got loads of guns and you're kind of paying the. It's a similar point that I made on this podcast too. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. But there's no there's there's yeah. no dead there's no fat on that Raider. The, yep. the the single shot lance in Black Heart is the most efficient it could be. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. It's got an it's not eleven. Like you're paying for an extra point of fucking <laughs> initiative that you're never going to use. No, it's got eleven yeah. transport capacity, which is amazing because you can either slap three units in there, including the character, or you can slap your your five racks and three grotesques in there for maximum flaming. It's so versatile. Eleven is an amazing number. Um, it's got fly. Yeah, I wish my rhinos had eleven. That'd be fucking great. It used to, yeah, didn't they? You used to have twelve, mate. You used to have twelve. <laughs> really? Um, yeah. yeah. It's got Man. fly, which is probably the best rule in the game at the moment, yeah. given how Always. boards look like. Yep. It's got um, it's got an invulnerable save of five plus, um, and an armor so, save of four plus, which is actually important as well. Yeah. It, it 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 means you have to try and put some AP into them as well. Yeah, yeah. Rhino's eighty points. So what's the rate of fifteen <laughs> points? Like it's a bit, it's a bit ridiculous when you compare those. I know the reason why an invulnerable still. save on a vehicle is so useful is psychologically it forces you to allocate more resources than you want to mm. to a- account mm. for the swing of that potential five up invulnerable save um you know so that also makes them force you to put redundancy into the attacks into them so you're not you can't efficiently kill raiders because there's the chance that they might just roll high on those five ups. So you want to get rid of them. You have to allocate more. Yeah. And there's there's six raiders to kill. It, it makes it really hard to get enough down. Yeah, um, so they're also high- awkward to wound stat as well because they've got ten wounds. If you're hitting with anything that has flat free damage, you now have to need to do four <laughs> as if it was twelve. Yeah, yeah. 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 They're a, they're a really annoying um, breakpoint as well for um, bracketing as yeah. well because putting five wounds on again is. I've got to do. I've either got to do three, three. I've either got to get three shots through on a on a two damage, or I've got to get two shots through on a on a three damage. Um, they're they're really awkward to deal with, and there's literally no wasted points at all. So they're super yeah. efficient. Oh yeah, it's like um, I was talking about like the defiler a couple of years ago. Like if you want a melee vehicle, you don't get a defiler. You do something that does only melee. If you want a shooting vehicle, you don't get a defiler. You want something that does only shooting. And on the squadcast, I was talking about if you've got one unit that's T4 and one unit that's T5, and they're both exactly the same, you're paying more for T5 unit, and that's effectively the cost of the toughness five. But if you're not using that, then yeah. Yeah, I think I think there's also a, an extremely obscure reason Vaders are very good. They're very pointy and long. So they're thick. <laughs> So no, no, got, no, he's right. Point, he's right. He's so right. Yeah, do this. The delivery is brilliant. Like a little snooker cue, just like plop it in there through the units, where a rhino can never do that. It's a fucking square where you've got like this really thin triangle that you can poke at units. At. I will yeah. say, though, rhinos are easier to hide than raiders. That they is are. Worth it. It's true. Yeah. Because they're little, they're short, boxy things. You can stick them behind a wall. You're never going to see them. Those point. Yeah, but if you hide it behind a wall, it's never going to get anywhere fast. Whereas a Vader, you can just no, behind it and fly shit. away. What the fuck is this? Yeah, they've like, got great big pointy it. bits. You're yeah. going to get shots on them. It's hard to hide all of them. Um, but then the Drukari player obviously knows which ones they can afford to have poking out and which ones they absolutely do not want to. So yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, I agree. 
Well, okay, so like that's Jukari. The conversation around Jukari is still really fun. Uh, there's the chainsaw meme which has come out of it, which is great. <laughs> yeah, everyone. Meme. Yeah, oh, some of, some of the some of the what's answers of William Jukari are like I I don't understand how people pay to listen to these people talk. <laughs> well, then the next one's so, gone from uh, from uh, chainsaws over to bolters, which was also a nice little upgrade, uh, which well, I enjoyed. Uh, I, and- I need to check because I'm pretty certain someone sent me a list with two hundred and two hundred and fifty nine chainsaws. Okay, perfect. Okay, more chainsaws. Uh, my favorite article though like and i talked about this last week already was the uh flg article which was then uh reposted or redone by uh uh spiky bits which was um uh, <laughs> if you uh if you play uh, is how to deal with an army if uh, if you play against an army with a 70 percent win rate which was easily the worst article i may be have ever written about wargaming ever oh boys uh oh it doesn't matter. I'm just being pedantic and all right. Yeah, it was it was pretty bad. Uh, is all I want to say. All right, so um, let's move this on. Let's go over to the reveal. So uh, interesting one, Nick. I'm gonna need you on this because I haven't heard you on this one yet. Oh no, I have heard you on this. Another campaign book. Another campaign book with match play rules for sisters. Match play rules, also with knights. the narrative tax. Narrative oh, tax. The damn yeah. Narrative tax. We need a separation. Of competitive and narrative books. Yeah. If you yeah. want to, if you want to read narrative, you want to look at some cool art. Buy a narrative book and read it, and look at the cool art. If you want some competitive rules, just sell me that separately. Can it just be a leaf. Please, please. <laughs> yeah, it, it could just. Here's an idea. Book. Why don't you just give the rules away for free so people yeah. can or just, just play do that. The fucking minis that they've already yeah, paid yeah. fifty have a, pounds have for. A fucking good app that you can download the shit that you want specifically, not have to force me. <laughs> to make you print a book in China, ship it over, get it stuck in the Suez Canal for weeks, yeah. and then it eventually get here through all the Brexit uh, paperwork uh, and shipped to my local gaming store, and then I drive and I pick it up and get it home. Why don't you just download a, it from the internet? There's also a very valid discussion that I've seen going on as well about um, the principle of releasing what is effectively day one DLC for yeah. factions as well, which is very bad. Well, I think but a lot we, of people have said that they might not necessarily have wanted to do that. Obviously, the COVID, they might not have wanted COVID to, excuse is still there. It might not have been day there. one, but it would be fucking month one. Yeah. Like, and I can understand people not liking that. I, I personally wouldn't necessarily have a few... Who, I, I said this on the reveal show. I wouldn't have a problem with it if it was uh, the delivery mechanism of it was better. Yeah, so my, my issue is, right, I buy this book, right? Yeah. I buy this book to play these fuckers, right? And then you want me to buy this book for three pages that could have yeah, been. Yeah, yeah. They want you to spend £25 for, for three, three pages. pages that could have been in this book. Yeah. That's, uh, and it's in the same month. Like, even yeah, yeah. It's, not, it's book, not something they've done. Like the Psychic I, Awakening. I mind, yes, exactly. I didn't mind Psychic Awakening because it's an update. It's a phase two or whatever. We've had a look at the factions. We want to add some new stuff, fling in some spicy rules, season it up a bit, freshen it up. You're not freshening it up. It's just come out the fucking oven. Like, yeah. Don't yeah, agreed. Yeah, I'm with you on that. Tom, what are your thoughts on the uh, the campaign book? Fucking shit. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> good. Yeah. Go. Yeah. We all agree. We all agree. Uh, campaign book free. It's DLC that why, should have been. Why are the factions book. in the fucking next book as well? Why uh, is it well, stuff in that book? Yeah. Is that more Death Guard again. Yeah. There's more yeah, Death Guard in there. More, more night stuff, stuff as well. Why is yes? Yeah, yeah, 
Yeah. What? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so actually if you're if you're a Death Guard player, you've had the new codex. So in since the release you've had uh, if you're a Death Guard player, you've had the rule book, the uh the terrain book. Well obviously everyone's bought that. You've bought uh chapter approved, um, then your codex, then two campaign books. That's like six books since the initial edition release, if you've if you've actually bought them all. Um, which is a bit ridiculous, isn't it? It's insane. I mean- we are all the, the game's what two years old now? Yeah, we're already at a position where some people have to carry six books around. Well, if you're counting from eighth edition, that was from 2017 summer, so it's just under four years, but that's still horrific, especially when part of your mission statement <laughs> was to reduce the number of books that people wouldn't have to carry. I'm, I'm literally talking about like if, if I want to play Blood Angels, right? Or White Scars, right? Yep. I want to play White Scars. This is realistic because we saw on this weekend. If I want to play White Scars and I want to go to a tournament, I've got to take my rule book. I've got to take my Grand Tournament book. Yeah. I've got to take my Space Marine Codex. I've got to take my White Scars Codex supplement. And I've got to take my Imperial Armor Compendium. So that's five books already. And you and haven't this is, got a supplement. Yeah. And this is a new faction. A campaign It's even. not yeah. like I'm using old rules from a fucking million years ago. Yeah. It's not like I'm having to scrape my rules together from Psychic Awakenings. and Maybe. These are all... These are all not, new sources. Apart from you're not even souping. You've not even got a campaign book, and you're already at five. Well. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so yeah, like the general consensus is not in there. Uh, Asri says he's not sure uh, what bitching about it even achieves, and the answer is it achieves nothing. Just makes us feel better like, to point it out. Yeah, because if we, yeah, because if we don't point it out, then who the fuck will? Uh, I guess I, that's a real uh, like suggest a, real... a reason for this, mate. I've what? got this is, this is games workshops. From real thing because nikos was talking a minute ago about how they should put all the rules online for environmental reasons okay that could be a, a good reason what if well, this is part sorry. of games workshops i, I I'm, I'm paraphrasing you nikos just to make yeah, a, yeah, no, i was just going to make a counterpoint about so something i hey. interestingly learned recently about maybe online data isn't actually all that environmentally friendly because i watched the channel 4 dispatch program and they said that if cristiano ronaldo tweets no uh, puts a picture on his instagram and 21 million of his followers uh, followers download that picture that costs as much energy as an entire family ha- an average family household's energy consumption for an entire year really yeah apparently wow, okay. so, sorry tangent okay now while, while we're on that like here's what games workshop are doing okay this is part of their um community programs okay just like paying back the furlough money what if they're releasing loads of books to encourage gamers to get fit <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I well. love that. They're like, they're like, look, our, our audience maybe consumes food that's not too good for no, them. Maybe good. they're a little, they're carrying around a little bit too much weight. Yeah, nice. Mate, really I've been good. trying to lose weight recently. It's not going well. <laughs> 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 I've worked out. I've been well. I couldn't for watch. I've been like a three point five k calorie deficit a day, and I'm still not losing weight. <laughs> so that's my diet. No, no, three point five k deficit a day. Oh, not a deficit. Sorry, not a deficit. That'd be fucking insane. Yes. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that would be insane. Calorie, <laughs> so, calorie deficits work, though. By the way, so yes. yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. so yeah, gamer gains and book gains being talked about in the chat. All right, so let's move the convo on uh, real quick. Um, let's just finally talk about sisters. Uh, release of some new sisters models and sister book. I, I guess the other thing to kind of be conscious of now, um, and it kind of ties into the conversation about Drukari and the DLC overall, is that, uh, and, and it being a pretty rubbish release, we talked about this on the show already, is that we're now in a process of like wave one, wave two of some books. Like, so we know maybe tomorrow we're going to see the new Admech and the new, um, 
the new Orc book, or at least some of the new models. Uh, just a kind of quick one about how everyone feels about the fact that when we see the Orc book, it's probably wave one. In a year's time, maybe a year and a half's time, you're going to see book two uh, with all the Orc stuff. Maybe it'll come through campaign books. Maybe it'll be just a, the next half of the Codex. Um, what are your kind of well, like feelings? Do you think? Well, do you think? Do you think this is? Wave, I mean, this. I, I would say this is wave two because we had the buggies recently, didn't we? I don't think they they're. Were, I don't they, think they're the same. I don't think they're the same. Maybe this is wave two. But Maybe they're like, right. but they're very new models. I, I, I'd, I'd say they, you know, they're new models added to the orc range. So I would, I personally would class them as the, the new orc. They came with the um, range. So they came with the old codex. The uh, current. Uh, codex. They came with no. They came after. The, uh... They came with the Speed Freak game and the new codex. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Uh, or the eighth edition codex. Yeah, well, it's just a, it's just the trend that they're on now, isn't it? If they're gonna, they're not, they're gonna split all their model releases. Um, but I guess you know, is it a problem if us as a community get wise to it and just? I mean, I think as long as they don't take the piss, I'm not. I don't personally have a problem with it. Lumineth was taking the fucking piss, yeah, because they released limited apart. edition versions. Like if they just released the normal book for Lumineth and then six months later released another normal book. That wouldn't have. Been, that was still taking the piss. But the fact that at least limited edition books, and then six months later released another book was taking the fucking piss. As long as they don't do that, that doesn't become common practice for them. I don't mind them releasing like you know half the models and then maybe a year, maybe probably a year is probably still too short. Maybe two years, I would say, probably a fair amount of time between batches of models releases. I would say. Okay, that's fair. Uh, Elrond Hubbard in the chats, thanks for donating 300 bits. He says uh, the whole wave one, wave two thing only seems to apply to new armies, Lumineth and Sisters. I think that's why I think it's going to apply to Orcs. Uh, I think so as well. Uh, I, think, I think that's definitely going to apply. Uh, Logan, you got any thoughts on this? Um, I'm really interested to see what happens because, yeah, it's effectively a new faction, right? They're not just yeah. redoing Orcs. I don't know what we're going to get. I don't know if we're going to get an Orcs codex or if this is going to be a... A supplemental thing, or yeah, who knows what it's going to be. Um, I'm I'm quite interested. I'm legitimately interested because I think orcs, orcs actually do make the meta interesting. Um, They offer something very different, and um, they've got a very unique stat line and set of mechanics. So I'm quite interested to see uh, what happens here uh, because they have the the potential to shake things up again if they're actually really strong. Um, but yeah, I definitely think it's 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 a it's a weird one, really, right? Because it's like a new faction, effectively, and yeah. they've got so so many factions that desperately need releasing um, and updates. But they've gone in this direction because I guess they just want to sell models. They have the models there, so they want to put them out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, uh, listen, I'm with you. I think also like if the wave two, wave three, the wave two, wave one, wave two thing is interesting because if they release twenty model kits with orcs immediately, I'd be like, fuck, that's a lot. Whereas they give me 10 and in a year's time, they give me 10. I think, again, the problem always comes back to the conversation we all have. And I think we're all in agreement. If they took the rules out of the conversation, then it'd be fine. Because, like, they can release as many as they want with more story. They're like, here's another book with these 10 new models with some more story for them. I'm like, cool, I'm going to buy that too. Like, anyway, just, just to kind of round us off, because I'm just, uh, we're, we're pushed for time. And it's been a great spice center. So I want to thank you all for being here. What are your hopes for tomorrow for the 40k the big 40k uh, <laughs> stream, apparently. So that's what we hope is coming, not what we think is coming. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, what we hope. What, what do you want tomorrow? Uh, the 12-year-old Tom that walked into a Games Workshop store, wide-eyed, 
What I got he... down for cheating. <laughs> what he? What do you want? He couldn't take free HQs. Um, <laughs> who's going? Uh, yeah, you. You're going. I think what we're you setting want? you up, Tom. Go. Uh, I, if I'm being very optimistic, I want a, I want a new Stomper variant. Right. Good. If I'm being slightly optimistic, I want anything but Grey Knights and Craft Worlds. Okay. Because I want the Craft Worlds to come last and be Giga Broken, and I want them to leave this Grey Knights book alone until the end of time. <laughs> okay. Thank you. All okay. right. That's you don't want you don't want two wound Grey Knights. Hey, oi, I don't know, but I'm not having that, mate. I spent. Oh God, a long time painting this stomper. Six weeks on this, you dick. This is beautiful. <laughs> what about the other one? Ah, uh, fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, what about I, can you, only, Nick? I can only put one in an army. It's too expensive. Nick, what about okay. you, buddy? Um, I want I want them to release orcs, but I want them to reassure me that all of my boys are going to be just fine because I've got 200 of those motherfuckers and I want them to be on the table all at the same time, not what? Got in, in my those. box collecting dust because they release snagger boys that have a slightly different weapon that You're is fucked. just fucked. slightly more distinct than an actual chopper. So I have to, like, I can't use them. And Sorry, people mate. will be a dick at tournaments, like, oh, that's not a snagger boy, mate. Uh, <laughs> You're yeah. fucked. Yes, mate. that's my hopes and dreams. <laughs> boys right. are still relevant. Logan? Um, my optimistic prediction would be um, Empress Children. Okay, wow. Okay. That's what I'd like to see with Fulgrim, the Fulgrim Mini. That's my optimistic prediction. My wild, stupid, never going to happen, but I would mark out like a child for it, would be seeing Angron. I want to see Angron. Nice, nice. And we're all feeling this edition we're going to see the Angron uh, because he's been, he was left yeah. out of the core book, right? So at, at some point, yeah, okay. Uh, for me, I want them to release some sort of buff that makes Drukari stronger. Want that. Want that yeah. a yeah. lot. Yeah, I want, that. I want that so much. But I want the world to burn. Um, and then uh, I, I just want to see all the orc stuff. I want to see all the orc stuff. I want to know what they've done with it. I want to know where they're going with it. And I just want to see it, which is really, really fun. Um, I, I'd be expecting that... I expect we're going to be coming close to a chapter approved as well. Maybe new mission sets. Um, oh, July. End of July. Yeah, cool. Okay, cool. so that's end of July. All right. That's so when that's it was last away. time. So. Um, yeah. uh, but yeah, something like that would be really, and really fun. And that's what we're going into the fucking dirt, by the way. There I hope go. I hope when they do that, by the way, this is probably not going to happen tomorrow, but I, I hope when they do do a new um, chapter approved slash grand tournament pack or whatever, they actually put the effort into giving faction secondaries to the factions that haven't got codexes yet. That's what I really hope they do, because that will make nice a big one. difference to the game. Yeah. And the other one is Exodite Elder. I, I, I saw a meme. <laughs> oh, Dragon about Riders. Elder. Oh, what? Yeah. I'd be all over that, mate. Elder Elder on well, Dark, yeah. yeah. Centaurs, Eldar on dinosaurs, like give it me all. Give me all yeah, the go cool. weird. I want them to get mm -hmm. freaky weird. Yeah, so anyway. Right, okay, listen, you three have been brilliant. Thank you for hanging out with me on the Spice Center today. You've been you've been a blessed. Uh, any shout outs you want to give out? Um uh, I'll start with you. Tom, any shout outs for you today? Um No, not today actually. I think I'm okay. Okay. All right, Nick. Do I have any shout outs? Oh sorry, I'm just getting a phone call. Oh hello. Yeah, okay. yeah, this is Nikos. You have to Hal Heffelto. <laughs> oh, that, that's a ridiculous name. That sounds that sounds made up. Oh no no, this is 
I think you're after the Tuesday show. Yeah, this is the Thursday show. Yeah, the good one. Yeah, we'd like to talk about 40k. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Thanks for calling, Mum. All right. Love you. And no, no shout outs for me. No shout outs for you, Logan. Any shout outs? Uh, no. Okay, good. See, All right. Well, good. Listen. Tomorrow for the reveal. Yeah, tomorrow for the reveal. It's been a it's been a great ride. Like, thank you for tuning in uh, today. We're live every Thursday talking forty k, of course. Also Tuesdays. Um, I'm live every day midday at twelve o'clock, and we'll also be live for the reveal show tomorrow, which will be at five thirty. Uh, so you can tune in regularly. Obviously, all our content's available on YouTube. There's a bunch of thugs who leave YouTube comments. If you want to go hang out with those guys, just be warned. They're Fuck all you, a bit nuts. Oh, I do have a shout out. I've got one shout out. Uh, yeah, yeah. Shout out to the renewed stream streak. We're we're back at one. Um, so tomorrow, day two of stream streak volume two. Let's right, go. We're gonna get we're gonna get raid someone. Uh, and uh, thanks to everyone on Patreon and oh, podcast bros. Stay hydrated. You're all great. Uh, this guy we raided last time. He's so fun. Uh, so go check him out. Uh, oh yes, talk to this you guys guy. soon. This guy's oh, great. Loads of love. See you all soon. Bye.